we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We're not dressed for this. I don't need to be around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, what a road is. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here with my guest host for the week, Matthew McFarland. Eddie, Edward, thank you again for having me twice in one week. I feel very honored. Thank you so much. It's always so nice to have you, as you, you. as you know. And today we are talking about some of our favorite ladies, and those are the ladies of Beverly Oh, Hills. yes. Oh, dear. Yes. It's been rough. It's been a rough go this season. This has not been... This is, I think, my least favorite season from these ladies, uh, by far, unfortunately. I was very excited for this season. I had a lot writing on this season. Yes. I think we were all very hopeful. The yes. post-LVP era, what would that would look like. Yes. You know, Kyle's ascension to the throne that we're all sort of forcing upon her. Um, when it really should be Garcelle, which, I mean, she has proven to be fucking phenomenal yeah um but you know Sutton disappointing Teddy disappointing um I wish they would have made Camille and Denise full-time housewives um sorry Camille and Brandy full-time housewives with the rest of the ladies and let all of the drama unfold just naturally they sort of forced bringing Brandy on to reveal this thing that's going on that's not really on the show I'm just like not having it it's it seems very like overly manufactured yeah which is kind of why i've been team denise from the get-go i'm a little yeah i mean i'm team denise in terms of like again if brandy were on the show full time and this spilled out then i would be like denise just own it you can't be on reality tv um and not expect your life to be but it feels very contrived and manipulated to like bring down denise yeah and i uh, very obviously more so like we said more so than lisa vanderpump ever did lisa vanderpump at least knew how to play the game she did she was very smart and again she didn't bring like she didn't have to in like bring anyone on that wasn't a full-time housewife she didn't have to like go you didn't see the muscle you know what i mean you didn't see the hard work they weren't trying rena is trying so hard to be a producer and is I don't think I've ever liked her more. Or sorry, I don't think I've ever disliked her more. Uh, yeah, the, her she's crying, usually my the, favorite, but I'm like Rena. That contrived crying fit she had with Denise no. in Italy was so weird yeah. and so fake. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm glad we're out of Italy because Italy, I felt, ended up being a bust. Mm-hmm. Um, bravo, bravo, fucking bravo. Whatever. Um, but they got us nothing. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> you know... <laughs> This episode was actually kind of nice because it felt more housewifey. It felt mm-hmm. more like funny, normal, like pander. Um, you know, Teddy doing a, a, a having a surprise baby shower for Teddy at Buga de Bebo felt right to me. Yeah, it was very on brand. Yeah, so this was a little bit better. Speaking of Teddy, I just want to say Teddy's been getting a lot of hate in the real world. She is on a show. Teddy's a wonderful lady. Totally. I okay. No, I I'm just, I know, not I'm like just her, and I don't think she's right for the housewives. But I think yes. she's must be a lovely person in real life. A lovely. Yes. And people need to calm down again. Exactly. I think. I think the the hate is is you know exacerbated because people's corona personas are just yes. It's the only thing they can fixate on is Teddy Mellencamp, and mm-hmm. we get it, we understand. But like, she has a brand new baby. She's got a life. Let the woman live. <clears throat> yeah. Speaking of which, I saw a woman today in an all in by Teddy Mellencamp tank top 
in the wild. I don't believe that. That is crazy. <clears throat> I, when I tell you, I, my job, I, that's all I could look at. It's all I could look at. That is crazy. So it was quite the moment for like, me today. It feel like, and you know, even with the retreat that we saw this season, it just still feels like a Ponzi pyramid scheme. But see the merch out in real life, like that must have been quite like, a moment. A hundred percent. And I feel like I saw this woman on, on the show. Oh like my in that God. Thing. Oh, at the retreat. At the that retreat. So like she funny. looked familiar and I was like, what? Oh, <laughs> how do I know you? <laughs> um, probably from reality TV. Um, um but yeah, I so liked, yeah. it was nice to see again, I, despite, cause I mean, I love Dorit this season. I've, I've been, I've liked Dorit for the most part mm-hmm. uh, during her tenure on housewives, but I've loved her a lot this season in particular. And, um, it was nice that she's the one kind of like taking the reins yes. and like taking the, the control from Kyle. I'm like, let me just handle this. Because like with Kyle, I think you're right. I think we forced it on her and like, let's be real. Kyle's no queen. Like the only thing that's interesting about Kyle, we've said before is her relationship with her sisters. Like, yeah. And like, I, I, I not, well, and her family. Like, I love yeah. seeing her with the girls and with Mauricio and yeah. I love all that stuff. But, um, I think that, and I don't think Kyle ever asked to be Queen Bee. I think that, like, we ever again, I think everyone kind of just assumed she was the one that slayed the dragon, so she would ascend. I mean, Gretchen and Wieners didn't ascend to, like, the top of the plastics no. at the end of the movie. She went and found a new clique to be the lead of, you know? Uh, or she, to, to serve a new, yeah, she found a new a queen, new queen to Bee, serve. yeah. So someone needs to kind of, like, support uh, Kim, and... Uh, sorry, Kyle Rich, no, no. What's her name? What? Sorry, Chris Jenner. Oh, Chris Jenner. Oh, my God. That's her real, that's her new... That's her new queen. Yeah, bee. but that's off camera. You I know, know but saying? that's like, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, my ideal cast is we've saw her this season. Is Chris, Kyle, Kathy, Kim. You want Faye? Faye. Uh huh. Keep Erica. Exactly. I don't know. I just. But anyway, I'm the the Buka moment. Um, first of all, I mean, we all know that Bukas are hard to look at. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wait. I just have to tell the listeners the first moment we saw the Capri room, Matthew was like. Are you kidding me? When all of the baby clothes were hanging on, I I, I forgot that <laughs> we were at a baby shower, and I thought that like the little like paper doll cutouts, like they looked. That's what they looked like to me at first, and I was like, okay, Dorit, <laughs> less is more. I I like imagine little tiny children cutouts like all over the like, you know, the restaurant. But it's the baby shower. It was, the baby it was shower. an extra de- decoration. I got it. Um, but get back to Bukas because I mean, we need to break down the, the Buka bubble for about those. The room in particular is that yes, it still looks like it. Has, you know, it still does have to be Buka. It has to be a little cheap, a little like you know, dated. But I liked Dorit's a take, little a lot cheap. But and I dated. like that Dorit's take on it is a little bit like you know lighter and brighter. And I think that all Bukas should kind of rebrand in this way like still keep you know your cheap and you know your you know tacky kind of like italian photos all over the place but like the harsh like dark red and brown and like oh my God. green the christmas lights the, cr- the christmas lights like so much. get rid of all that and like take dorit's you know take dorit's you know decor i just want to say i have a bone to pick with buga de beppo and i don't know if i've said it on the podcast before but i'm saying it again oh my god what if you order from a delivery service from a place near Buca de Beppo that's a pizza place called P.Z.A. Please uh, know it is pizza from Buca de Beppo, <laughs> not it's his own cool. That's a thing? Oh my God. It's, yeah, it was, you know how Chuck E. Cheese has been rebranding like their pizza as like a oh, different company so that people yes. are buying their pizza because it's not from Chuck E. Cheese. Okay. I, Buca de Beppo did that to me. They, they scammed me into buying their d- a disgusting pizza. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't go to Buca. I, I, I 
in New York, I would go to the one in Times Square because it was near my job and a, a small group of us would go in between shows during a two show day. Yeah. And we knew the bartender. So we would get free food and free drinks, like appetizers and stuff. So I think of it fondly, but even that Buca de Beppo was like closed off. No windows, no like, no really, no access in a way out except for the elevator that brought you up and down. It was attached to a Planet Hollywood restaurant. Um, yeah, they're they're generally very scary. Yeah, I went on a date at a Bugatti Beppo and it was oh not great. And I was like, this is red flag number one. So I never saw the person again. Just this, the suggestion that you guys go on a date at Buka should have been your no, red flag. So I didn't know that I was going to Bugatti Beppo. I was picked up and taken to Bugatti Beppo. Uh, okay, well, okay, yeah. Now you know. I, hey, yes. But next time when you do that and you pull up, you go, oh, no, no, no. That's also the only time I've ever been to a Buca de Beppo. <laughs> I've been, well, I went multiple times in New York. But before that, I'd been once in my childhood, the one in Redondo Beach. Okay. But there's one. Oh, there is one here. Yes. Yeah. But that's, that's it. I know there are a couple scattered all over the country, I think. Mostly yeah. on the coast. I've also never been to an Olive Garden, so call me Sutton. Um, but anyway, thought that this place was perfect for Teddy. Um, Dorit did a great job. Uh, and I love that there was a spatter of like non-housewife people there. Quite oh, a few. My but also just again goodness. shows us like these are Teddy's real friends. People. Yeah, these are. They looked like they would be. They actually looked her like friends. Teddy looked yes. like season one or her seat first season. These are her like real yes. ass bitches. Um, and then again, I have been I, I, I it, whoa I'm stuttering so bad. I'm like no um. At this point in the episode, I'm enjoying, you know, the fodder. And then it gets super produced again. Oh, Kim Richards with the text. Oh, Brandy, who you invited is, you know, around. Can we um, have her come? And Kyle's like, yeah, we invited her. She's fine. I feel like that felt like to me like I was like, yeah, would you just relax? Like you've been on reality TV before. Like just yeah. like say like Brandy's here. Brandy's like, here. Come yeah. on. Like again, we get into the produced stuff again. Um, And then Brandy comes in. She's a little fucked up, right? Brandy's always a little right. Up. This little... is what you have to know about Brandy. Is Brandy's always like a little fucked. She's up. a little yeah, a little drunk. I can't. I usually don't swear on the main, only on the Patreon. This oh. is, you're bringing out a bad side I'm of me. I'm sorry. You, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, it again. I would have liked Brandy to be to have been a full timer this year. Um, but it just and I, I feel I felt like Dorit being like this seems really messy. Like I see where Erica and where Teddy are coming from, and like it doesn't look good. The texts. Uh, between the two of them that there's a long history between them and like it doesn't look great but again like Brandy you're not a full time housewife this fodder shouldn't have ever been brought up like it just feels so desperate the producers didn't have anything so and I want to talk about the text messages and like what they were reading into in the text messages that like connotated a relationship did not seem like more it seemed like they had a friendship nothing it more. definitely seemed like they had a close friendship, a close friendship. and like they've, they've hung out before so for denise to be like i barely know her all that stuff it does it's definitely like gross. but it was also thrown in her face yeah, so it just you're gonna do what any person's gonna do be like i barely know them right you know what i mean like i don't know if i was like caught like it red-handed like that i'd be like uh, no no it, yeah it, i just the more it just feels very icky and so that's why I, I agree with Dorit where it's like, I just, I, I, I don't think Dorit believes Denise. I think she is team Denise is what she's saying. It's like, this feels like bullshit. This is not good. And I, I think um, that's where all of us who are team Denise are at, where it's like, yeah, she's lying. But like, also these, like, I'm so done with like 
Kyle and Lisa Renna really trying to overproduce it. Like where but I'm like, I don't I'm think giving it to I just even feel like Denise. it's Kyle to me. It feels like Lisa. I think Kyle, like since the, since the info got brought up to her, I think Kyle's like, well, we know it now. Yeah. And like more, the issue is what she was saying about us when she was with Brandy. So and, and I, I don't know. Cause I feel like Kyle just sits there and eats her food and drinks her drink being like, Jesus, I don't know what to kind of make of this mess. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Rinna, I just, back, she's a flip flopper going back and forth. Like she can't really decide if she wants to produce or be a friend. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. At this point it's like, what does she want more? Also, I want to bring up Rinna. I did like the conversation her and Amelia had about the conversation that Lisa and Garcelle had yeah. um, about the videos and if that related to her. Totally. And I think I, Garcelle's point was that like, if we're going to bring up stuff we're going to bring about up your Denise. stuff. We're going to yeah. bring out your stuff too. And like what that means. And while I see her point, it's like, you don't talk about people's kids. I think we, you watch enough housewives to know, like you don't talk about the kids unless they're on the, I mean, unless really they're talking it, themselves. That's very yeah. hairy territory. Number one, number two, it's like, you don't talk about people's body and their In body general. issues yeah. or lack thereof. Like you just don't, you just don't do it. Yeah. It seemed very like pointed and Garcelle admitted it and apologized, but it's it, it was not a good look for Garcelle. I, I feel like Garcelle's better than that. But I also I also really loved where Amelia on her end also was like, you weren't the one who made me have an eating disorder. Like I was the one who did it myself. I was the one who made the decisions. I was the one who did this to my body. And I loved that she kind of framed it that way because I think that's really what Teddy was trying to say as well totally. in her conversation. Well, so, and like again, and that. Lisa Renna and her issues or not, whatever, like just like Amelia, it, it's her, it's her own thing. Elisa's issues are her issues. Mm-hmm. So we got to let Lisa deal with them or not. Um, yeah. if like that, yeah, Garcelle, if you're going to bring up the issue of Lisa's stuff, like there's a better way to do it. That doesn't involve Amelia. That again is based on what's going on on the show. It currently happening. Exactly. Um, um, what else do we have to talk about? I mean, the thing with like the text messages, like, I feel like this is just going to be, I, and like next week's the finale and it it's seems like, like rushed. Yeah. It's, we didn't get a lot of episodes. It, Only uh, 16 this season, which um, is lower for Beverly Again, Hills. I think that they need to, I mean, Beverly Hills won't survive another season like this. I think no. that they need to get Clean rid shot. of Sutton. I think they need to get rid of Teddy. I think they need to decide what they want to do with, with Denise and Camille and Brandy. Oh, like, yeah, Camille is going to come back. Well, Denise, next. I don't know if she's going to come back or not. She may have well, to. I, she has a three-year contract from, from what I believe. So that's she signed. may be stuck. But so Camille, they need to decide what they want to do with Camille and Brandy. Either yeah. have them on or don't and leave them on or leave them off. Like yeah. pick a lane. Yeah. Um, And then maybe bring on someone new. But like we need to see these women live their lives and just either fight, don't fight, but it needs to be natural. Like Potomac, like New York, I just don't want it to feel like we're making shit up. Even if we are sometimes like, yeah, it needs to feel more seamless. It used to feel this way. Like, so if we, someone needs to step up and be the new LVP. Well, also we've moved into a new age of like reality TV and how we reveal stuff and how people like experience things. So yeah. I think everyone's done with like basically the bullshit. Like we, we can see through it now. So step up your game. If it's going to be reality. We want real. Yeah. We want to see the, you know, we've yeah. got, we've got, we get, things can't be helped. Things need, you know, certain yeah. things need to ha- happen for things to happen. However, like this just feels like a huge letdown. Yeah. Um, even, even Erica Jane, as much as I love her, I want to see her 
Oh, we get to see Chicago next and, week. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I want to see her struggle through. I, I wish that we would see more of her struggling through or not struggling through getting ready for Chicago or yeah. her and Tom. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if we have to, all due respect, if we have to wait for something to happen to Tom for us to get more storyline out of Erica, like, I don't want that. No. You know what I mean? So. A hundred percent. Yeah, we want to see her. I, even Dorit, where's PK? What's going on with that? It's like, his birthday wh- today, the day that we're recording this. Oh my God. Happy birthday, PK. But you know, like, why don't, like, what's going on with them and their drama? Like, Camille brought up some stuff. Like, is that all bullshit? Like, we said it was, but yet PK is not around. So that raises a red flag. Like, either y'all are going to be on reality, on reality TV or not. You got to pick. You got to make a decision. And if you're going to pick, then just live your life and stop trying to be a producer. Renna. Matthew said it best. I'm I, just saying. I think we talked about everything for Beverly Hills this episode. There really wasn't too much to talk about. Except no. And I shower. hope that they wrap it all up in the finale. Because uh, I'm, I'm annoyed. Well, we will be talking about the finale. So if you guys want to hear what we have to say about that, make sure you subscribe to whatever you're listening to, whether it's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. If you guys are on social media, check us out at Hot and Bravo. That's H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D on Instagram and Twitter. Matthew, how can people find you? Uh, Matthew J. McFarland uh, on Instagram. And I'm Eddie underscore Estrada on Instagram. And by the way, if you guys want a really good Denise Richards film. If you guys have the Showtime add-on on Hulu. Oh my God. Tammy and the T-Rex is available to watch now. I highly recommend it because not only does it have Denise Richards in her prime, <laughs> doing a great comedy role that is just lovely. The late Paul Walker is in it as well. Oh, Paul. In his prime. It's a fantastic film. Oh my God, that's film. a good turn. I love that. I know. So <laughs> check it out if you guys are a team Denise like me and we will see you guys next time. Bye. <laughs>